0: Last week, I actually did not have the motivation to do my next podcast. And I was having this conversation with my brother about how important motivation is to drive you to do something. And I feel it's just not me. Many of my friends have told me about how they made a list of things that they want to do during the lockdown, but they couldn't do most of it because they don't feel motivated to do it. So I thought, why not talk about motivation itself on my podcast today? And that's why I have my
1: brother Bajkobind here joining me on this podcast. Hey everybody, I'm Baj Gobind. So I was really glad when my sister came up and asked if I could do a podcast with her. And I like how a simple conversation that we had about what motivation is turned out to be the content. And I'm sure most of you will relate to this content because everybody would want to know how motivation works. And we have done our little bit of research and hopefully that will help you. So I think to start with, we should talk about what is motivation. Okay, so there are different ways of defining what motivation could be. Obviously, everybody has an intuitive idea of what motivation is but I really like this one definition that said, it is the energizing behavior in pursuit of a goal. So what drives this behavior? So there are different things that drives this behavior, like majorly two categories. Uh, one that's called necessities. Necessities can be understood that things that, you're, that you need, they could be biological needs or social psychological needs. Biological needs like uh, when you are thirsty you need water, when you're hungry you need food, when you're tired you need sleep or social psychological needs like recognition from other people right. these kind of things actually tend to influence what kind of behavior you do
0: but is that why you know most of the times you don't feel motivated to do something because you feel that that goal does not fulfill your necessity
1: well i said necessity is one thing. the other thing is rewards right uh, there are certain uh, behaviors that are be, uh, reward driven because you have a certain incentive like remember this mu you participated recently yeah uh, what motivated you to sit and research for it? Alright, ah, because,
0: like, because I knew that there's an award, like a Best then, yeah, Delegate Award
1: so. Exactly, you knew there was a monetary benefit at the end of it Right You were getting some cash price Right So that that somehow, at some level, it makes you motivated enough to like work for it Right Th- Those are some kind of motivation
0: But even when there's a reward, most of the times you don't feel motivated For example, you know, you want to work out Okay You know there's a reward of, you know, your body being more fit But you don't feel motivated enough to get up in the morning, work out. There is a reward there.
1: That's where you you need to understand how your brain makes this motivation feeling occur. There's this oversimplified mechanism of it which is said cost-benefit prediction. Right. So apparently the brain makes decision based on evaluating a certain factors and deciding whether whatever you need to achieve, does it have more cost or more benefit? Right. That is what directs the magnitude of the motivation that you have. So in this case of waking up early, there is a cost involved of disrupting your sleep that causes discomfort. In such a case, there wouldn't be enough motivation to do the workout because of the cost involved in it.
0: So is there any way that you can hack into this and say that your benefit has is more than the cost.
1: You mean make do something that makes it feel like there are more benefits? Exactly. But th- this is not a voluntary uh, decision-making that's happening in it. This is based on a bunch of factors. Right. In fact if you can tap into these factors maybe then you can do something. Like the factors that influence this mechanism are apparently categorized as um, those of physiological state. What state is your body? in? Physiological state in the sense? In the sense of are you sleepy right now? Are you tired right now? Right. That has an effect on how you decide, how motivated you would feel about this action.
0: You mean like, you know, when you're sleepy, you don't feel like studying?
1: Exactly. When you have a headache, you wouldn't want to take the, you wouldn't have the motivation to go do something that right. you would have otherwise done. Right. So that's how physiological state affects. The second one is called environmental factors. Environmental factors, the best example I can think of is how um, feeling motivated to go to college. Suppose uh, you get to know that most of your friends, Benchmates are bunking college today. Right. There's a chance that you would feel less motivated to go to college That's because the environment has done some influence where it says your friends are not going to college So what is the point of you going to college? Right. So that's one way in which this cost-benefit prediction happens another factor that Impacts this is past history with this goal that that's like saying uh, What is your experience with encounter with this goal before?
0: Okay, so if you're saying that way, is it like, for me, working so many for so hard for a athletic race. Right. I work so many months, but I don't win a prize. Yeah. So I don't feel motivated to go for the next race.
1: Right. The next time, the motivation to go for it is low because of the past experience. Right. That, that's one factor, one way in how that works. Um, along, so based on these things, your brain makes the magnitude and the direction of the motivation that you have. Right. Based on evaluating the cost and benefit involved taking these factors into account. But along with this, it also picks up cues from the environment. What certain, do you mean like cues? Certain cues like, um, suppose there's a person who is doing the action of writing in his diary every day. Okay. Every night before going to sleep. If he does it at the same time every day, the time acts as a cue. Because just before going to sleep, he's writing. So the next time, he automatically feels motivated to write at that time. Right. Because his brain has pick, associated that, action, that time with the action of writing diary.
0: Right, but so are you saying that you can use this cue as
1: a hack? That's possible. That's possible uh, to use the cue because it's a brilliant thing of using that. Make a routine such that your action, whatever goal you need to achieve is associated with some cue. This need not be the same time of the day. That's one way of doing it. Another way of thing is um, probably if you want to exercise in the morning, as you said, uh, you don't have the motivation to get up. But if you could just get up and wear your shoes and your clothes to work out, You feel like you're going to do a workout. Exactly. So if you do that repeatedly, just the act of wearing the clothes itself acts as a cue for you to feel motivated. Right. And this happens non-consciously. But the act of doing it is conscious. So there's a small line where you can voluntarily hack into this mechanism that's happening inside your brain.
0: Right. What are the other tips that you could give to achieve motivation?
1: Right. If you go search the internet, you'll find a bunch of motivation tips. Those things like visualize yourself achieving a certain goal and then you know that will help you achieve the goal and other things like make a checklist of how how much progress you've made and keep checking as you finish these small tasks the reason why these things help you stay motivated is because uh, of a molecule called dopamine so that's a neurotransmitter that's released in your brain when you're anticipating something that's about to happen and it makes you work towards it so when you're making a checklist as you see that each thing is getting checked off your brain is releasing dopamine so that you've you f- actually finished checking all of them out because you're seeing yourself doing it. Oh. That's the same thing that happens in visualization. When you see yourself be in a particular state, it releases dopamine because you know it's that's nice and you work towards getting there.
0: But even if, even though you're making a checklist, most of the times we don't follow it. Like, you know, when I was doing my board exams, I had made a checklist. I had my timetables, but we never followed it or
1: we never checked anything. I know, I know. I I used to do the same thing too. Right. Um, And a lot of times you make things that you can't actually check them off at all. Exactly. Right. But that's because the goals that we set are quite unrealistic, Hmm. which is what we do when you're ambitiously making a checklist. But the point of a checklist should be that they are small attainable goals. Hmm. Because uh, perception of difficulty is one thing that comes in the way of lowering your motivation. If you see that the thing that you are about to do is very difficult to do, hmm. your motivation to do it will be very less. Just like maths. <laughs> like math, for some people, not for everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're like trying to break that task into smaller pieces, which is easier to do and are achievable, hmm. not impossible things. So small, small things, and then you make a checklist of those small things then it's easier to check them off and you will progress towards it. In fact, even keeping uh, apps that will track your progress is a good idea because you will see that you've been doing quite well sometime and I can actually do better than this. Like those health apps that you have. Health apps, right? Where they say how many calories you burned, how how long you've exercised, things like that. But you know, you think
0: a reward actually helps, you know, having a reward, like you achieve something and you're like, okay, I'll reward myself
1: for this. Having a reward can fuel you, the motivation. Right. It may not be the sole thing for which it works, but having a reward will fuel your motivation so that you're more motivated. Yeah. Um, but the problem is, this is, many times it goes wrong. <laughs> You right. know how people like... Cheat. Right. Cheat, right. <laughs> Remember how when you used to have these math problems right. and you had to study for math, you would say, I would study math for so long <laughs> and then uh, play GTA for some time. Right. And then I see you playing GTA thinking you've studied. Right. Later, turns out you actually haven't studied at all. Mm-hmm. You just skipped that whole part and went on to play the game. Right. So, if that, when that happens, uh, the whole point of keeping the reward is lost. Makes sense, yeah.
0: <laughs> But although I used to do things like that, right now, I have started setting more achievable goals, I feel. And that has made me more productive.
1: Certainly. Like, uh, another way of like setting these goals is to understand your goal properly. Right. To make a list of what are the pros and cons of trying to achieve this goal. What are the benefits that you will have and what other problems you will have by trying to achieve this goal. But having a clear idea of that can help you strategize in the way that you want it to work out.
0: Yeah, I think it's very important to understand
1: why you're going through all of That this. also, that also is very important because you should understand the whole purpose of trying to achieve this goal, right? Right. So to summarize, the things that we've understood, the tips that we can do in order to stay more motivated is uh, to visualize yourself doing the achieving the goal that you have to achieve. That would obviously make you drive towards it. Another thing is to make a checklist of the things that you need to do and making sure they are small attainable goals. Then talking about your goals and how you, how much you've progressed with your peers, keeping a record of what's your progress, all these things would help you stay motivated.
0: Try um, having pros and cons, understand the pros and cons, understand why you're doing all of this, understand why you're doing that, why do you want to achieve that goal, that really helps. And a last bit that I want to add is, especially during this time at home, you tend to move from your living room to your bedroom that it's the same place it's a dull routine it becomes yeah exactly it becomes a really dull routine so try rearranging your room try cleaning your desk that kind of creates a
1: motivation for you because there's novelty in it so that's like letting environment influence
0: this is something personally that I do I try rearranging my room or I clean my desk I went ahead and got hair cut like to feel a fresh start so try doing something like that to feel fresh feel motivated
1: Perhaps, perhaps there could be even more be- better methods of, you know, coming up to stay more motivated. Right.
0: So I hope all of this has actually helped you guys understand how motivation works to some extent.
1: Like how we have understood. like
0: <laughs> Yeah. And I want to thank my brother for joining me on this podcast today.
1: I'm thankful because I got an opportunity to know more about motivation than I previously knew.
0: Okay. And I hope most of you who had that list in the beginning of lockdown, I hope that you guys start checking each one of it out and start, you know, feel motivated to start doing those or working towards that goal. Thank you for listening. Hope to come up with more episodes in the coming weeks. Uh, And have a motivated week ahead. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye.